Leo the flies, motherfucker in the room, yeah, you know it's me. Bitches hating on him cause he started out here locally. Hopefully, I'll be at the top soon. For now, I'm at my house on the couch watching cartoons. You know how much what is up? What is up? It is Connor here from usmarijuanadispensaries.com here with your boy Troy Morin and we're pretty pumped up today. We got a sick episode queued up, episode number two of the US Marijuana Podcast. Today Troy and I are going to chop it up on the issue of recreational dispensaries, specifically in Colorado. Talk about how much money weed has made this beautiful, beautiful state and what, what they're doing with it. Uh... It's a pretty interesting topic, and I think by the end of it, you're probably going to realize that your state should have dispensaries if you already haven't had dispensaries run out and poured out into your towns and cities. So, again, Troy and I are about to chop it up, but first we want to give a quick shout out to our boys over at Jim's Deli. Jim's Deli on Washington Street in Brighton. Mondays and Thursdays, I'm talking chicken pot pie. Servings the size of your face and your grandma's face combined into one giant looking beautiful face of ancestry. Man, this stuff tastes good. No joke. Jim knows how to cook. He's been doing it for years. Uh, I don't even know, decades maybe. But anyways, check it out if you're in the Boston area. Jim's Deli, Brighton. And, uh, you know, again, I think this is a pretty good topic for the first real podcast. So I hope you enjoy it. And let's get going. She was living in a single room with three other individuals. One of them was a male and the other two, well, the other two were females. God only knows what they were up to in there. And furthermore, Susan, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to learn that all four of them habitually smoke marijuana cigarettes. Reefers. All right. Today we're touching upon a pretty lucrative subject for the state of Colorado, and it has to do with tax dollars. More specifically, how much money the state of Colorado has made since they've legalized pot. Now, some people would say, we're not gonna legalize pot. Colorado, on the other hand, they'd say that's a pretty good decision. Yeah, still back in 2014, they began to bring pot in stores and retail it. And since then, they've made around half a billion dollars Damn, son. In, in taxes and fees. Yeah. I mean, half a billion dollars is no joke because when you think about it, like, one, our country's in a shit ton of debt. And two, for one state to pull in a half a billion dollars, imagine what they could do with that. Um, not to mention, that's just the first state to legalize pot. Yeah, man. It's definitely making its way... Uh, East Coast and West Coast, for that matter. Um, as we know, Colorado is the first state to legalize recreational weed. Uh, so its market is most mature uh, as of right now. Yeah, and you got to think, like, after Colorado did it, right? Like, if you're the first person to do something, just like Denver, or Colorado was the first state to legalize pot, the second state, the third state, the fourth state, they're only going to do it better than Colorado did, right? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So just to break it down for you guys, um, Revenue from pot for the state of Colorado was increased each year. So in 2014, they legalized it. They pulled in $76 million. Good amount of money. However, last year, they pretty much, they almost tripled that number to $200 million. And then even this year, they're on track to beat that shit. 
Yeah, and a lot of you are probably wondering, you know, what Colorado is doing with this excess amount of tax money that they're cre- that they're getting from the revenue of you know recreational marijuana sales. Um, so this is this is what they've been doing with it. So Colorado spent the majority of their money on schools, um, on drug prevention programs and treatment programs. And if you check out the state of Colorado, there's a very low opioid abuse rate. Yeah. Which again, like a lot of the people who hate on the legalization of pot will probably say it's going to be bad for the community, bad for, you know, pot's considered the gateway drug, so bad for introducing people to other drugs. But Colorado is proving that that stereotype wrong, and they're actually seeing reductions in opioid use and other prominent drug use, which is pretty crazy. Like, as much as I support pot, I'm not sure if I would have been the first person to be like, oh, this is definitely going to decrease drug use right yeah so you know like it's people consider pot a gateway drug and my take on this is that pot is not a gateway drug it's it's a drug that you know it's been around for a long time longer than you know these pharmaceutical companies that are pushing out opioids to to kids that as young as you know 10 years old that end up breaking their arm so um it's one of those things that's been around for a long time and it's not going anywhere whereas i feel like the real gateway drug is opioids in, in particular pain medication, you know, doctors 10 years ago were prescribing pain meds to every single per- Tom, Dick and Larry. And, you know, and just because of all these opioid addiction problems, you know, they are not giving out as much anymore. Um, and it was even, you know, it was even claimed by, you know, President Donald Trump would be in the year saying that it is a problem. It is a um, countrywide epidemic. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, it's bullshit, man. Like, the fact that these big pharmaceutical companies can just bully their way into, like, the medical world and just say, like, oh, this is the best prescription for your XYZ only because they have all that money is crazy. But now what we're seeing is weed is starting to produce a lot of money for the state. And so now the state can't be swayed the same ways that it was swayed before to put pharmaceutical, big pharmaceutical companies... um, at the forefront where now like the state of Colorado is about to realize half a billion dollars in revenue because of pot. So they're going to start pushing pot, medical cannabis, CBD, and all those benefits onto people. And what they're also going to be doing is reducing the amount of addiction, the amount of uh, programs that have to be pushed out to help cure and help mend those people who are going through such drug related struggles. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Also, the other thing you said is, they're pumping a lot of this money into the school system. Yeah. Which is pretty badass considering like, I know weed is not exactly like education friendly, but it's also a good way to give back to that community. Yeah. Um, you know, back in middle school, we all went to that D.A.R.E. program. Um, and the things I remembered were them targeting, you know, marijuana was like the one thing I remember. And now, <laughs> And now thinking about it, it's, it's almost as if, you know, that's the one thing on that dare list that you wouldn't mind partaking in. Yeah. I mean, like, when I have a kid and he's going through school, like, I'm not going to tell him he'll go smoke weed. But, like, I'm going to educate him on what he should be doing, what he shouldn't be doing. And, like, if the kid smokes weed and he's in, he's like a teenager, so what? Like, I smoked weed when I was a teenager. It's not going to, not going to, you know, really be a hindrance to him. But, again, at the same time, like, they have to re revamp that program and say like, okay, if weed is now paying for education, they kind of have to let the kids know that like, hey, 
pot is now part of society. You gotta understand what you should be doing with pot, what you shouldn't be doing with pot. And then really educate them on, yo, if you smoke pot, fine, understand that. Do not fuck with the opioids, right? Absolutely not. Yeah. You know, opioids are are a clear indication of, of later drug use. You don't really see many people smoking pot all of a sudden doing heroin. No, it's it's people that have been addicted to painkillers their entire life and now they can't get any. And now, you know, they're still trying to get that, that fixed because they have a physical addiction. Uh, opioids give you a physical addiction. And what do they resort to? Heroin. So it's it's definitely, you know, opioids definitely the gateway drug. Yeah. Um, and I just don't see pot doing that. No. And like, one of the biggest things when it comes to like funding for schools and stuff, you always see kids on sports teams. You always see kids trying to... Uh, that are trying to go on trips, like doing this type of funding, right? We're doing this fundraising where they're they're selling fruits or they're selling coupon books. But like, this could be a really good way to supplement that where, you know, there could be more money, if pot pours in money to the school system, there could be more money for these kids to go on these trips, to have nicer sporting equipment, to have nicer musical instruments. Or if it's state funded, it'll get inner city kids or get school systems with less money who don't have such a rich town more funding and better books, maybe iPads instead of books so the kids don't have to carry around this stuff. Um, whatever it might be, it's just gonna open so many doors that there's, again, an extra half a billion dollars being poured in to the school systems. Yeah, also, you know, states in that area, Oregon, Washington, Alaska, Nevada, you know, they're all jumping on the recreational marijuana bandwagon. Um, Paw shops opened up in Washington, I believe back in 2014, uh, whereas Oregon was in 2015. Uh, and this, this past year in Washington, uh, they generated total revenue of about quarter billion dollars. So, yeah. you know, they haven't been around as long, but they're just catching up. Um, it's crazy amount of money that's coming in. I mean, the way I see it is it's people who are going to smoke weed are going to smoke weed regardless if it's legal or illegal. Yeah. Um, it's always going to be around either you know someone who grows indoor or you know someone who has outdoor grows. Uh, it's just a question along the lines of if you want your government to capitalize on something that already exists. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like a modern day bootleg with alcohol. It's pretty much the same thing. There was yeah. prohibition um, that pretty much what we were in leading up to this past year in Massachusetts. And now all of a sudden people can grow weed. Um, it's not legal anymore. Or I mean, sorry, illegal anymore. And now people are going to tax it, and guess what? The government's just going to make all that money off it. Yep. Like, it kind of sucks. Like, the, the fat, rich, white dudes are going to be happy. But at the same time, if they just give some of that back in the beginning, and then obviously we, we make that program, we make that system a little more fluid, it's going to do a lot of great things for us. Um, for all the states that haven't done it, I suggest you guys get your ass on the fucking train because... If you get on that train, your state's going to have money for, for roadways, for school systems, for all the stuff that you're probably complaining about to the government now that you don't have the money for. I think it can be fixed with, with flour. All right, guys. So we are halfway done our podcast. At this moment, we are going to give you guys a little smoke break. So here we are, Wiz Khalifa in the cut off the cushion OJ LP. Grab your finest greenery, take a tote, and we'll see you in about four minutes.
that shit That's what we live by Get used to it Before she even get the chance to smoke it Blowing out, she know my tree's potent Man at home, you living for the moment Come to game, don't run it, I own it Cushion orange juice be the components Come to my crib, see money so big You can't fold it, Side so live She poured her a little gin Then rolled her another dude Before she was finished, man, freaky Sheena got super loose We Strawberry cough or my lemon haze. Yeah. You know, and you know it's all grown, it's all approved by the government. You know, they, they do the seed tracking system where you know exactly where the seed comes from, what genotes, when it's put into, you know, um, an incubator, 
when it's, you know, sprouting, turn to a clone, put into some soil, and then eight months later, or excuse me, eight weeks later, it's, it's, a uh, it's smokable, so, yeah. you know, the government knows what they're doing. Yeah, well, does the government know what they're doing, or the guys, the guys that are growing it know what they're doing? You know, I think, uh, I think it comes from, you know, pioneers knowing how to grow weed, but I also think we got to give support to the government for the fact that, you know, they're allowing citizens of the United States to partake in something that's Dude. totally organic and legal. True, man. I get, we got to give props for props to do. Props are due, man. Props to the government. Props for, for growing some nuts and finally saying weed's legal. Um, yo, but I got to say, it is going to be sweet when we can just walk down the street and get some, yeah, some shit in the shop. Yeah. Um, yo, again, just in case you miss the numbers, you don't remember the numbers, whatever. Colorado as a state since 2014 has generated half a billion dollars in revenue for the state of Colorado that they've dumped into schools, into uh, anti-drug programs and other beneficial systems that are helping the state grow. And not only that, but they're using the money that they had before for other things. Um, So right now, medical marijuana is legal in 29 states. I imagine that number is going to trend closer to 50 by the time, you know, the end of this year rolls around, the end of next year rolls around. And really, like, it's almost like states have FOMO when they're not, they're not part of this because they're, they're just seeing this, this cake that these other states are pulling in. They're like, what the hell? Like, if, if we can do it, why wouldn't we do it? Why wouldn't we do it?